Hey everybody, welcome to the Token Nerd Review. I'm Anthony. And I'm Travis. We are on the countdown, folks, to Batman v Superman. A good three weeks away? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. 25th, uh, right? 25th. We have, counting that Friday, or counting, <laughs> counting today, three Fridays until the movie I've been waiting for. And most of us have been waiting Is for. Is it another Ice Cube Friday? <laughs> Since we're only I, no, one can see, no one can see the hateful look I just the, gave. The Friday after the Friday after next. The, fri- yeah. <laughs> the, pro- <laughs> the next Friday. Anyway, but no. So we're going to be doing a uh, a review of various Batman versus Superman or Batman and Superman movies. Mostly they'll be animated, unlike today's featured review. Yes. Um. But so pay attention. Uh. Stay up on the site because we'll be posting a a new review based on Batman and Superman every Friday up until the big day. Um, But today, our first review is mostly Superman, but dabbles in Batman. In Batman. Yes. We, uh, we had the privilege of, well, it wasn't given to us. We got to watch the uh, John Schnepp and you might know him for those of you who watch Collider and who used to watch AMC Jedi council uh, Collider Heroes, the the main host and co-host on those shows. But uh, John Schnepp had directed a uh, – or had started a Kickstarter a while back where he was uh, putting together a documentary based off of a uh, Superman movie that was never made. And uh, for me, I had been hearing John Schnepp talk about this for the last couple mo- – uh, for the last year and – just with him pulling information when he talked about, you know, supporting his Kickstarter. And uh, I kept saying I was going to see it, never had a chance to. Uh, and Travis and I sat down one day and we were just like, we're just going to watch this. Yes. And so that will be our first review. Will be a documentary. A documentary. <laughs> I love documentaries. I don't know what you're talking I have nothing about. against them. Nothing against them. But today we're going to be reviewing The Death of Superman Lived What Happened, directed and written by John Schnepp. All right, Travis, take it away. Okay, so um, well, let's do like initial thoughts. Like, what would you think when you when you were going, um, you know, before you watched it? Uh, before I watched it, what do you think you were going to learn? Well, I mean, really, what we got in this film was what I was expecting. I was expecting the walkthrough. Okay, so yep. that's how we were going to start. This was the initial concept. I didn't think that this was as far along as it ended up being. I yeah. mean, they had. Concept art. We had even the costume yeah. of of yeah. what Nicolas Cage, who was going to be the new Superman, was going to wear. Yeah. Um. It just it took off. I was expecting it to be more of, you know, here's a script. We had a couple of the the famous uh, uh Nicolas Cage photo that everyone's seen with him in his Superman suit, where he's half blinking. Yeah. Um. You know, I was assuming we had maybe that kind of costume, yeah. a fitting. Um. But, but I I wasn't expecting. Half of the crap that happened. Yeah, they they look like they spent a lot of money. Oh yeah, like they were a long ways down the road. <laughs> and I I'm not gonna. I will be completely honest with our listeners. I cannot remember half of the effects and the the prop crew. Yeah, the names that were mentioned, but they put some serious work into yeah. this. I mean, like um, a lot of those like the vacuum molding and stuff for that light suit Mm -hmm. and all the like intricate wiring and all that stuff. And I mean the different iterations of the rubber suit that they were building and everything and like trying to fix the mobility and all those issues. They did a lot of work to get those suits going. I mean, they were down the road. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, and they said, like, once they were really up and going and they were ready to make this movie is when they pulled the rug underneath them yeah. and told them they weren't going to make it. Yep. Um, Thank you, Batman and Robin. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> but we needed that movie to get to what we got. But, yeah. no, this movie could have – see, we're, we're talking now about, oh, this would have been such a great movie, but who knows? This yeah. could have been – because, I mean, they were cool ideas. Yeah. Um, we were have a Brainiac. Yeah. Uh, Doomsday, there was a lot involved. Yeah. There was no way they well, could have made this. And, like, the people that think this movie would have been really bad, like, as far as um, because Nicolas Cage is Superman, mm-hmm. um, my my opinion on that is partially that um, it kind of got really cool to hate on Nicolas Cage in, like, the late 2000s when he made, like, movie after movie where he was hired to play Nicolas Cage. Yeah. But if you look back to the time frame of when this movie was being made, I mean, he was a guy that was, you know, winning Oscars. Oh, he was a hot topic. Yeah, I mean, and he was putting out a lot of really interesting movies. I mean, this was a little bit before, like, Matchstick Men and uh, Adaptation and some of these, um, you know, like, movies that were kind of, like, to me, more of his like really better acting roles than like say Con Air or um, you know even like Gone in sixty seconds. I love that. Movie, I love though. that movie, but that's one of my top ten. But I mean, like time. he was he was ruling the world back then. He was like anybody needed to act like an action star actor, you call Nicolas Cage. So like I don't think he was a horrible choice. I think he. Um, I think people like to look back and like look at it through the lens of the later Nicolas Cage and like to hate on that. Yeah. Um, but so but, oh. uh, just a little fun fact: he is actually uh, Nicholas Cage is actually a really huge um superhero or yes. comic book fan. Uh, he actually took the last name Cage because that's not his real name. His last name is uh was a uh, Nick Coppola Coppola Coppola. You know who his uh, uncle is, right? Yeah. Francis Ford Coppola, the director of The Godfather. <gasps> really? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, he's a he's from a like ser- he's like from a famous family of uh you know. Actors and movie people. Can I tell you something? What? I've never seen The Godfather. Oh. <laughs> never seen it. But uh, so Nicolas Cage, the, the the story that I heard is that he took the last name Cage from yes. Luke Cage. Yeah, and it, and it talks about it in the documentary. Oh, so, yeah. Yep. Um, I mean, here here's kind of what I expected to get out of this movie. Like you, I didn't realize it was that far down the road. Um, I was expecting to get, you know, the answers about things like the light suit that um, we ended up getting (laughs) that guess what guys, it's not really, it wasn't really going to be that much in the movie. They were said maybe what was it like six minutes or something. Yeah. It's just him recovering. Yeah. Him recovering. Um, But the, the things I got more out of the story um, was more interesting to me was like the Tim Burton aspect of Superman. Um, Tim Burton kind of like, taking Superman's story and, you know, turning it into a Tim Burton story where it's kind of like, it's a burden. But he was excited to take it on because it was going to be brighter. Yeah. A different feel. We were still going to get the Burton feel, yeah. but it was a, a different style. But I want to also point out that it started with Kevin Smith. Yes. Good old fat oh, yep. man on we, Batman. We forgot, we forgot where it started. <laughs> um. So yeah, Kevin or Mr. Smith, as I like to call him. Yep. We're not personal friends yet, but, uh, we Cause, try. Because, Kevin, you are the fat man on Batman. I'm the half man, half black man on Batman. <laughs> it could be a thing. It could be a thing. I'll see you at con. But, uh, but no, so Kevin had an idea. What he had written was getting a little bit – the producer was John Peters. And yeah. uh, if you've heard any of, the, any of like Kevin Smith's stand-ups where – or uh, yeah, stand, not stand-ups, uh, 
Just podcast talkings. Podcasts, and he's just had shows yeah. where he's gone out and told this story about John Peters, who's the director, yep. who kind of came in and said, "Well, I want you know yeah. giant spiders and yep. and polar bear guards." Yep. So I think it's also important to point out that there was a script that was created before Kevin came along, um, a very short one with a bad a bad name, as he he called it, which was uh, Superman Reborn or yeah. <laughs> AKA Superman Rebranded for a New Generation. Yeah. And um, you know, kind of pointed out that this isn't what we need. So he he wanted to make a better version of that movie and bring Superman back and interesting for a new generation. So like Kevin Kevin was a very important um, portion of the story. In the fact that he he wanted it to be better than it was. Yeah. You know, um, obviously, as they kind of cruised down the road, him and uh, you know Tim Burton didn't really see eye to eye, and he was not uh, carried on throughout the story. But uh, they did say um, in the in the um, in the movie that a significant portion of what Kevin created was actually left in as the script carried yeah. on because he took the uh, death of Superman comic books and incorporated that storyline into the movie. Um, so I think had he not um, probably came along because I don't, based on what they were saying in the movie, the, the folks that came along later were not necessarily comic book people. No, I don't know that they would have um, incorporated as much comic uh, information into the story. And they wouldn't have. Um, and that's what Kevin Smith also talks about in a lot of his other podcasts and stand or uh, shows was just how directors at the time, like, we're lucky to have people who are making the movie to our fans. Yep. Uh, you know, like, Christopher Nolan famously is not a yep. comic book fan. Yep. And you can kind of tell, like, just yep. it wasn't there. And now we have, you know, Jeff Johns Consulting, yep. uh, Ben Affleck Consulting, yep. huge comic book fans. Even Zack Snyder yep. is, a, is a fan of it, comics. It's... Um... And that's kind of like in the 90s, we had all that weird stuff in Batman, you know, like Batman oh, yeah. credit cards and such. And um, nipples. Yes. But I, I will say, though, like, and they did a little really good job when they, as they kind of moved on to the Tim Burton aspect of like tying um, kind of what he did with Batman. And he did kind of, cr- cr- he did kind of like help change the tone of Batman, mm-hmm. you know, kind of, I mean, the, there were darker stories that were being told in the comics, but he, his Batman kind of cemented it. Yeah. You know, like he, he was the one that's like, okay, this is what Batman does. This is what Batman's, everything's darker, you know, those kind of things. Did you ever see the Death of Superman, the animated movie? I have not seen the Death of Superman animated movie. Okay, well, that's what I was expecting from Superman Lives, or Death of Superman. Yeah. The Death of Superman Lives was to be like this. Uh, it starts with Doomsday coming in, they fight, Superman dies, a replacement Superman comes in, and Superman comes back to life, takes his position, yep. saves the day. Uh, and that's kind of the what I was expecting from this movie, but they couldn't have done that. Yeah. Uh, this to me sounded like the first trilogy yeah. or, or or dual movie that we'd end up getting, or one after another. Yeah. Um, because they were talking about oh they had introduced so much. Yeah. Uh, for goodness sake, Batman was going to be in it. Yeah. And I, you know, when they mentioned it, yeah. I was kind of excited for the idea that. After Superman dies, Batman comes on the screen all across yeah. Metropolis and tells the yeah, city. That, that was a Kevin Smith edition. Remember, he's like, oh, yeah, yeah I, I want to write something in that, uh, you know, it's clearly written by a Batman fan. Yeah. <laughs> you know? But I, I think the, um, to me, um, as they kind of like moved into the, you know, the concept art that um, Tim Burton was kind of doodling that then people transformed into their versions of things. Um, I think the most interesting thing about this world was how not Superman it was going to be. Mm-hmm. Like it was clearly a 
Superman seen through the eyes of Tim Burton. Yeah. And um, to me, like, you know, all the Superman movies, like everything is kind of, um, you know, specifically up through Superman Returns. Yeah. It's very like nostalgic, very like Americana. You know, it's it's not it's very is what it is. I think it would have been so interesting to see a different Superman um, and specifically with the the strangeness of of um, of Tim Burton's kind of like vision. I think it would have been interesting to have a different Superman. Do I think it would have been like the most amazing movie ever made? I, I don't know. I, I don't trust things from the nineties to be like, yeah, you know, there but, was a lot of ideas, but I, mean, I do it was all love, concepts. So. I love different stuff, you know, <laughs> like yeah. I, I enjoy like different takes on things and it might not have been the best thing in the world, but I think it would have just been interesting. To it see. would have been interesting. And it, who knows what kind of impact it would have had. Yeah. We wouldn't have gotten Batman yeah. Begins. I mean, and I think it's also like people are like, I've heard people say this, um, and I kind of thought it as well because I was not a Superman reader. Um, like, why does Nicolas Cage have long hair? <laughs> you know? And at the time, yeah. Superman the had, long, had hair. long hair. So, like, it, it makes more sense. Uh, I did like Tim Burton's defense. Like, everybody's like, oh, his hair sucks or whatever and, like, all this stuff. But... He's like, it was just a wig we threw on him for a test. Like, yeah. you know, we, like we hadn't done the hair. Like, it wasn't done up. It was just thrown on his head to see how it looked. He's like, and that's why now I don't have people. <laughs> oh, it's only yeah. between me and a couple of friends when I do my uh, test, shoots test shoots and everything. The other thing that was interesting, and uh, I believe um, Kevin Smith po pointed this out when I was listening to the podcast, um, you know, with, uh, with the director, is that um, the portion when Nick Cage has on the Clark Kent gear and you can see him kind of developing the character and they, that they was really cool. And they didn't want him to be like a put together Superman. They wanted him to be kind of like the nineties version of Superman. Like, Oh, I'm kind of like hip, cool. I wear a t-shirt under my jacket, like type thing, not mm -hmm. a like dress shirt cleaned up. Yeah. And like, again, another element that might have somehow changed the, the overall mythos mythos of Superman. I mean, there's things it's kind of like in that same podcast, um, Kevin Smith points out that, or not, I don't believe it was Kevin Smith, actually. I think it was the, the folks that were with uh, the director. But they said, like, they should have made a graphic novel based on these scripts, mm -hmm. you know, just to kind of, like, tell and the story how it was supposed to be told. I'm surprised it's, it hasn't come out yet because yeah. we have, you know, Batman 66, yep. Wonder Woman 77. And specifically with the success of this Kickstarter movie, like, there's people that are interested in the story. Oh yeah, this story and John Schnepp's getting ready to start a series. Yes, of of this kind of and it's just a genre that he created of, yeah. of well, movies, film. the things that didn't happen. Yeah, like a, this level of film history. Yeah, because it's and I think he's going. I think based on what he said the last time I heard him talking about, there's going to be more than just things that didn't happen. Some things did happen. That yeah, he's doing right. But like to me, it's things that got this far down the road. Like as far as uh, Bat or Superman Lives got down the road. And to see it not go through, that is like to me that's super interesting. Considering also the level of stardom that was tied to this, because remember Nicolas Cage was huge, yeah, and Tim Burton was huge. Like these are people that are you know humongous at this time. Well, that's what we said about this series. What else do we not get? I mean, they yeah. put they poured money into this. Yeah, 
I mean, and this is just the stuff he got access to. And yeah. I mean, he got amazing access when concept when, art and when he got soldiers. through got through to um, you know Tim Burton. And again, on that on that podcast, like I really suggest you listen to the Fat Man on Batman podcast where he um, where Kevin Smith interviews uh, the folks from the movie because there's a lot of interesting background story that obviously you don't get in the movie, like how they got in to talk to Tim Burton because Tim Burton doesn't really do interviews. Yeah, I mean, so like. Um, the fact that they got to talk to him was amazing and that he supported the project because he opened doors for them that they would not have gotten. Mm-hmm. I, I think had they um, there's probably there was probably a chance that contacting Nick Cage, you know, the more and more this movie got along, they might have had a better shot. But I mean, yeah. it would have been awesome had they got that interview. But the footage they got was it, it's like he's in the movie, even though he's not. Yeah. You, know? you kind of get you get to see into his mind as he's. He's literally trying on this suit yeah. and talking about, oh, well, he'd be like this. He'd be, you know, this is how Clark Kent would be. He would be, you know, the guy you wouldn't look twice at because he just looks crazy. Yep. Uh, but it's like, you know, like you said, at the time, it was the 90s. So yep. that's how people were nice. Like our Superman now is a blogger. Yep. And I know a lot of people are mad about that, but that makes sense. Yeah, because <laughs> who's reading the newspaper? Exactly. <laughs> but um, I think, and I think the the interesting thing was like, in the 90s, like, we could still get movies, like, another Nicolas Cage movie, Face Off. Mm-hmm. Totally, like, out there movie that, like, you know, it's all on its own. And it was like an experiment. And they put it in the theaters. Yeah. And it made money. like. But it probably didn't cost as much as Superman lived. Yes, true, true, true. But what I'm saying is um, they were taking a huge risk on messing with Superman's mythos yeah. and, like, doing these things. And now, like, everything has to be, like, perfect. Mm -hmm. Like, they won't take risks anymore because they've been burned so many times. I mean, uh, Tomorrowland was a great example. We're going to take a risk and make a whole new movie about something that people don't really understand unless you understand the Disney parks. And people didn't support it because they, they, you know, everybody wants to support humongous blockbuster-type movies. Mm -hmm. Um, Like... So like that's that's why I when I watch this this uh this documentary I, w- I was kind of sad just because you know it's a it was a chance to make something different and it didn't happen and it could have been the worst thing in the world oh yeah but I was still would not have denied that they tried to do something different <laughs> <laughs> let's let's step backwards for a second yes. well let's this is hypothetical just for the sake of of conversation what if this was you know the death of Batman or Robin, what happened? Or Batman Forever. Uh-huh. And so we get to see, oh, they were going to bring in, you know, uh, uh, Jim Carrey as the Riddler. And we're just like, what? That would have been amazing. They were going to bring <laughs> Chris O'Donnell as Robin, an older Robin, a more like a Nightwing, but he still wore the Robin outfit. And then we have, you know, uh, we have Iceman as Batman. <laughs> like, how great would that have been? Yep. And we get to sit there and we're like, oh, my God, we could have had this movie. Yeah, and we, so I, I just want to put that out there. Not I, saying that this wouldn't have been a yeah. good movie, but let's let's be real. Yeah. I mean, we didn't obviously get the details. We don't have like the horrible Batman credit card in the yeah, <laughs> you know, and like things like that from this from this film because it wasn't quite that far. Yeah, we're judging it based off a of concept art and idea. But I will say, and I mean, you know, there's people in the the Batman series as later movies that went on to make great movies. You know? Oh yeah, but, yeah. But I like to think that. Tim Burton. I want to give Tim yeah. Burton some credit here that he's going to make a decent movie because he he tends to like there's something about his like the way he takes a character and he's able to um, I guess it plays to the emo kid in me, but he's able to take like 
the, the pain and the self-loathing that a character can develop within himself and not feel comfortable in the room, no matter, even like um, Superman doesn't feel comfortable based on the way that they were kind of like framing it, Yeah, you know, as Superman, even though, you know, he can like save the world basically, you know, like, and it's, I guess it just kind of plays to my heart, you know, like the way that I kind of like, I enjoy movies like that where the person kind of is um, struggling to be accepted. Yeah. Struggling to be accepted. And the way Tim Burton does that, he does an awesome job of it. And I think that would have been a really interesting way to deal with um, Superman because it's not the way Superman has been portrayed. Yeah. I would love to see that, that the, the fact that Superman, as we would see as citizens is like, look how confident and powerful he is. But then he looks back like, I'm not like, yeah. Cause even that concept art that they did of him in like the darker Superman, like the black suit, like once he's reborn or whatever, um, like it was so like, I looked at, I was like, that's so awesome. I'd like to have like a print of that. Like that's just so cool (laughs) looking. But, um, you know who I would like to see? Hmm. Tim Burton takes on Spider-Man. Because, like, imagine, like, dealing with the teenager emotions and, like, putting yeah. the little, like, emo-ness into it. I could see it being a little bit more like the uh, uh, Tim Rainey. Or, no, the, sorry. Whew. The Rainey versions. First, Spider-Man 1 and 2. Yep. Uh, you know, with the web coming from his arm. I could see that being a Burton thing. Yeah, I could see that. But, uh, I mean... Overall, liked it. I oh. know we, the, this is going to be the small section yep. or portion of the show was uh, to talk about our overall thoughts on it. But, I mean, overall, I liked it. I, it you liked it too, and yep. I'm really excited to see what Schnepp will do from here. Yeah. Um, and let's let's bring it back to the, the main point of having this review with Batman v Superman coming up. Yep. Uh, do you, what would you like to see? So let's say that Zack Snyder got to see this movie or this documentary, and he got to take something away from it to add to our Superman or Batman, or our, uh, our story Man one. of Steel. Yep. Do you think that he, what would you, would you want to see the, uh, the Henry Cavill Superman be tortured? Because he kind of was. He kind of is tortured, and you see, like, because the world has made it very clear that yeah. you are an alien, you are not one of us. Yeah. And I think that, I mean, I think that uh, self-confidence, um, you know, self-doubt, um, that Superman kind of like walks the line of and specifically in this movie, you could easily bring that aspect into it because he's, he's not accepted. Yeah. And like that self doubt within could easily be worked into this movie. I mean, mm-hmm. um, I think the, and I, I think they've done a pretty good job in these Superman movies of not making the typical Superman movie with the, the prior, you know, the prior ones. So I, I, I think they've are they kind of already may have learned like we don't have to do the guy in his underwear, you know, like they can, they can do something a little different. Yeah. And I think they've done a pretty, pretty good job of that. Cause they, they have a valuable property that they could easily, you know, and they've tried many times to make him like mainstream and um, you know, now it's getting there. It's, it's getting there, but it's going to take the help of a, uh, the, the dark Knight to help. Yeah. Him. <laughs> like, I feel like once he gets involved in the story, then people are going to actually, you know, care. Mm. I mean, I, I, the two new, the two movies prior to this, I mean, I've watched them a, a couple of times each, but I'm not like sitting there watching over and over again. Yeah. But so like Batman, I think bringing Batman into it will help people want to learn more about Superman mm. and care more about Superman. Yeah. And like we said, death of Superman lived was going to be the first Batman Superman. Like they were yep. both in the same movie. Yep. Technically. Yep. 
But yeah, so, so tokens. Tokens. How um, many? I'd easily give it. I mean, I enjoyed it. Yep. I, I want to make sure that five is a high rating. Yep. Oh, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. So four, I'd give it three and a half. Yeah. Um, I am going to go with four. four. I go with four a lot, but the reason I'm going with four is because I learned a lot of information that A, I didn't know, and B, I think it was put together really well. You know, I think it was a good documentary. Um, I think the interviews were very useful. I yeah. think they, they scored some very good interviews. They got some really good footage. They were all beneficial. Then it yeah. all made sense. It, it wasn't, wasn't like, like, I got someone, yeah. so I'm going to use them. Yeah, it wasn't like, oh, I got the guy that brought coffee. You know, like these were people that were actually inter- instrumentally involved in the production. Well, well Schnepp even, no, John Schnepp even mentioned how they still have tons of stuff they didn't even put in the movie. Yeah. Footage, or not uh, footage, but test footage yep. and other concept art and that they, just didn't make it. They had more interviews as well mm-hmm. that didn't make it. Um, because obviously when you're building a movie like this, you could easily have like a five hour thing if you got enough footage, but nobody wants to sit there for five hours. So they got to whittle it down. (laughs) But I believe on their website, I did see that there is, um, you know, bonus footage and uh, deleted scenes and things like that, that you can get. Um, if you did want to go out and pick this up on, on the, um, death of Superman lives, um, website, and we're going to pull that up for you. Um, you can actually buy um, the digital version. You can actually rent the movie. Um, you can also um, pick up a Blu-ray version of it. And there's a couple of different iterations that include deleted scenes and other awesome bonuses. But just make sure to head over to um, the website. Which is www.t as in the, d as in death, o as in of, s as in Superman, l as in lives, w as in what, no, there was a... Da, 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 da. <laughs> we'll put a link in the show notes. We'll just put a link in the show notes, but it's www.tdoslwh.com. <laughs> yeah, and just just head over there and make sure to check out everything because there's a lot of great options to check out. Um, also, if you happen to be a Hulu Showtime subscriber, it is available there. And if you uh, do have Showtime, it's on Showtime right now. If you catch the, um, you know, the times that it's on, or if you're a Showtime Anytime user, you can also get it there as well. Yeah, uh, just to point out, if you get on the website, we there is an option you can rent it for six ninety nine. Yes. Uh, so that's definitely, and you can buy it for fourteen ninety nine. Uh, you can get a special uh, mid pack that comes with a uh, featurette. Um, and there's just a lot more information. That's for twenty dollars. And then if you go the full thirty, it comes with all sorts of junk. Uh, you even get a uh, a fat not a fat man on Batman, but John Schnepp and Kevin Smith talk. Uh, so it's not a fat man on Batman, but there's a little bit of back and forth between the two two sweaties. Yeah, there's a I mean, there's a ton of stuff out there, and it's not well not worth us going over all of it. So just make sure to head over to the website and check it out. And like we said, he's got a lot more projects coming down the way. So it, it's definitely going to be a filmmaker to watch. Yeah, filmmaker slash entertainer to watch. Definitely, definitely. So I guess um, this kind of wraps up our review. Uh, so, and the countdown to Super Batman versus Superman is on. Begins. So, no, that's another movie. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, if you, uh, you know, if you like what we're talking about, just make sure to uh, go ahead and follow us on social media. You know, we have an Instagram account, token underscore nerd. Also, our Twitter account is token underscore nerd. Um, we also have a Facebook page, token nerd. <laughs> you can uh, like and subscribe our videos here on YouTube. It's a great you know, way to keep up with our latest uh, information. And we also have some big news. Big news. 
we will soon be on iTunes. Yep, it's on the way, folks. So, podcasting for real. <laughs> no, because we're, we're two on, guys hiding in a small room. And we're on the podcast site. So, we're a real podcast when yeah. that happens. <laughs> so, keep make sure to keep uh, keep on iTunes, keep watching iTunes for that. We will also let you know once it's officially on there. Um, but also, we're still waiting on that first fan mail. Oh, uh, we are. Yep. So, if you want to send us a, a like, uh, a hate, Whatever you want to take. Let's leave out the hate. Yeah, you can send us the hate, too. We'll read that as well. <laughs> so make sure to send us something over to uh, TokenNerdPodcast at gmail.com, and we'll, we'll read, you on the, uh, read you on the air. So, um, you know, as always. I'm Anthony. And I'm Travis. Stay spicy, my friends. <laughs>